Hi, I'm Christine Roney. Welcome to the Roney Writes Podcast. The tagline for this podcast is, let me tell you a story, because that's what these recordings are about, stories. I love to write them, and I would love to share them with you. This is episode four of The Missing Key. We are starting today with chapter 10. So let me tell you a story. The Missing Key, an Ellie Bay Mystery by Christine Roney. Ellie walked around the bookstore to make sure all the customers had left. Satisfied the store was empty, she locked the front door and climbed the stairs to the loft. She was walking around picking up empty coffee cups when she heard a knock on the front door. She walked to the top of the stairs. We're closed, she yelled down. Ellie, it's me, Tony. I think I left my phone here. Ellie walked down and unlocked the door. Tony pulled it open and slipped inside. Ellie locked it behind him. I'll just be a sec, he said as he sprinted toward the stairs. Ellie waited a few minutes, then yelled up, Do you need help? Tony came to the top of the stairs. I don't see it anywhere. I'll go get my phone and call it. Allie walked to her office and grabbed her cell phone off her desk, then went up to the loft. Tony was sitting on the edge of the stage. She handed him her phone. He tapped in his number and hit send. After a moment, he handed the phone back to her. Well, it obviously isn't here. He started to walk to the stairs. Thanks for letting me in. No problem. It was a good crowd tonight. You have a lot of fans. Yeah, it was good. I like these open mic nights. Do you play anywhere else? There's a club I play at once in a while. Would you like to come sometime? The invitation surprised her. Caught off guard, she said, Sure. He smiled. You have my number. He started down the stairs. I have to go. I still need to find my phone. Allie locked the door behind him. She knew she wouldn't go see Tony play. Not alone, anyway. I miss Michael, she thought, as she walked back to her office. She wanted to call him, but she needed to get to the market. Elizabeth was coming to her house for dinner tomorrow. Allie always looked forward to seeing her. She would get to hear what was going on at Hadley and Downs. Interesting cases, office romances. Elizabeth would keep her entertained all evening. As Ellie drove to the market, she thought about Michael. He was hardly home anymore. Always on tour. She didn't even know where he was tonight. She pulled into the parking lot and parked. Tony's face popped into her head. She pushed his image away and opened the door. Chapter 11 Michael stared at his phone. He wanted to call Ellie, but he was tired. The hopping from venue to venue, from hotel to hotel, was exhausting. And then there was Laura. He didn't want to keep anything from Ellie. She was not going to like the fact that Laura came to see him. They had sat on a bench near the hotel pool. She said she needed to apologize. She wanted him to know she was seeing a therapist and was sorry that her jealousy had gotten the better of her. Michael was relieved. 
He liked Laura. They just didn't mesh in a relationship. He told her he understood. But then she kissed him. For just a second, it felt familiar, and he started to kiss her back. But then he caught himself. He pulled away. She stared at him. I'm sorry, she stammered, then turned and ran. He wasn't sure if he should tell Ellie or not. He didn't know how she would react. Laura had been a problem from day one, and the kiss just made it worse. There you are, Jess called out as he walked toward Michael. Come on, Carlos and Daniel are waiting in the bar. Michael pocketed his phone and stood up. Let's go. Chapter 12 Ellie pulled up to the valet stand and turned off the car. She grabbed her purse off the passenger seat, then reached for the door handle, but the door flew open, startling her. A young man in a white shirt and black pants smiled down at her. Welcome to the Laramore Country Club. When Ellie got out, he handed her a ticket. Make sure you have it validated before you leave. Ellie thanked him and walked toward massive wooden entry doors with black wrought iron handles. Another young man dressed in an identical white shirt and black pants stood to the right of the doors. He opened them as she approached. Welcome to Laramore. Are you a member or a guest? Guest. Please check in at the front desk. Enjoy your visit. Ellie knew this was an exclusive club. Memberships were not only expensive, but hard to come by. You inherited it, or were sponsored and vetted. She knew this because she had worked here, long ago. She was one of three receptionists that greeted guests and handled the phones. It had been a summer job between high school and college. She doubted anyone would remember her. As she walked through the lobby toward the front desk, she smiled to herself. The same dark wood paneling the same portraits of the founders on the wall. She felt like she stepped into her past. She wondered if Abby still worked there. May I help you? A woman dressed in a white blouse and black pants stood behind the desk. Her hair was swept up in a bun, but a few tendrils of gray had escaped and fell around her face. I'd like to talk to your personnel director. I'm sorry, but we're not hiring right now. No, I'm not looking for a job. Then what is this about? Could you please ring her? Tell her I'm a private investigator and want to talk to her about one of your employees. The woman started to say something, but then stopped. Have a seat. I'll see if I can find her. Your name? Ellie Bay. Ellie walked to a love seat set in the corner of the room and sat down to wait. The door opened and a group of men tromped in. They walked toward the large dining room to the left of the lobby. Allie remembered the meals she ate at the back of the dining room on her lunch break. The club boasted one of the best chefs in the city. She wondered if the food was still as wonderful as she remembered it. Ellie? She looked up. Abby! I wondered if you still worked here. Grace called me to say you were in the lobby. I couldn't believe it. Oh my gosh, look at you, all grown up. It's so great to see you, Abby. Grace said to walk you back. Ellie stood up and followed her through a door to the right of the lobby. As they walked down the carpeted hallway, 
Abby turned to her. I want to hear all about your life. I opened a bookstore down by the promenade. We have an open mic night every Thursday. Can you come? We could listen to some music and catch up. I would love that. She stopped in front of an office door and knocked. Come in. Abby opened the door. Here she is, Grace. Allie walked in. I knew you'd come back someday. Allie laughed as they hugged. Abby left, closing the door behind her. Allie sat in one of the chairs in front of the desk. I didn't think you'd remember me. How could I forget one of the best receptionists we ever had? With the exception of Abby, of course. So you're a private investigator? Sometimes. I own a bookstore, but I take a few cases here and there. You're here about one of our employees? Yes, Brenda Kay. Brenda left. She's not here anymore. When did she leave? I'm not exactly sure. I'd have to look it up. Why are you looking for her? I need to take a witness statement from her. Nothing serious, but I can't seem to find her. I thought you might know where she is. Did she leave for another job? No, she just stopped showing up. That happens sometimes. People don't like their job or something better comes along and they just stop showing up. What did she do here? She worked in the dining room. Did she have any friends here that might know where she is? She was close to Paula down in the pro shop. Do you mind if I talk to her? Grace picked up the phone. Max, is Paula there? She listened for a moment, then said, Okay, thanks. She hung up and looked at the clock on the wall. She's giving a lesson right now. Max said she'd be done in about 20 minutes. You want to wait? That'd be great. You remember how to get there? Yeah. It was good seeing you, Grace. Come back when you have time to play some tennis. Really? Any time. Allie walked across the freshly cut grass toward the pro shop. When she worked there, she had a crush on one of the golf pros. He had dark curly hair and dark brooding eyes. At the end of the summer, she left for college, and he left to go backpacking across Europe. I wonder where he ended up, she thought, as she pulled the glass door to the pro shop open. Ten minutes later, Paula walked in. Ellie introduced herself. I'm looking for Brenda Kay. Paula backed up a step. A look of terror flitted across her face. I don't know where she is. Are you okay? Just leave. Please leave. A cold chill shot through Ellie as Paula bolted out the door. That is the end of Episode 4. Come back next week for Episode 5. If you're enjoying this story, please help me spread the word. Tell your family and friends about the podcast, and be sure to let them know that they can listen for free. You can also subscribe for free, and by doing that, you'll automatically receive the latest episodes downloaded to your computer, phone, or tablet. Go to my website, ronywrites.com, for more information on how and where to subscribe. Also, please consider leaving a short review on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you listen on. Goodbye for now, until the story goes on.